what got you to that level of success isn't going to get you to the next level of success because you're out of balance. You're out of alignment, right? You've gone so hard in this one environment of your life and everything else has been left by the wayside, right? For the, for the most part, we're kind of generalizing here, but this is what I see over and over and over again, because at some point they absorbed this belief that financial success meant total success, yeah. right? And so why would anyone who has this drive to achieve, drive to, to be the best, drive to be financially successful, why would they focus on the other areas of life if what they're being taught is that that's not going to create the success you're looking for? Yeah. Right. But the problem is that's not real. That's not reality. So what all these, you know, a lot of these men are finding is that, okay, I've made it to this pinnacle of success. Why am I not happy? Right. Why am I suffering? Right. Why do I feel this way? And the answer is, again, look at the other areas of your life. Right. So the, the invitation is that, you know, it's awesome that you've made it to this level of success. That's great. It's really admirable. You're probably in the top 1%. Now, look at the other areas and get yourself into the top 0.1%, right? Or 0.01%. Yeah. True success is having it all. And it's absolutely possible, but it requires a shift in thinking. It's going to require a couple of big belief shifts. The good news is that you can, you can, you have success in one area and you can study that and replicate it in the other areas. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Mental Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Lobos. Look, I'm all jacked up. My my guest today, Nick Devlin, met Nick back in July of 2022, which this year, however, if you're listening in 10 years from now, I met Nick in July. And um, and I'm fired up because it's so nice to talk to a fellow men's growth and development coach who's been through some shit and decided he was worth it and decided he mattered and decided his life was valuable. To not just be this provider or this cog in the wheel, that his life actually mattered. And what he wanted for his life, dialing in with his purpose and his mission, and really understanding himself at a really deep, deep inner level. It's so nice to talk to people like that. And, um, and I frequently get to do that on this podcast. And it's, it's an honor. So I'm all jacked up and super energized after this very long, maybe the longest interview we've ever done. This, 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 after this interview, I'm just so energized by what he's up to in the world and what we're going to do together. And, and it's just, it's amazing. So let me tell you, before we get rolling, let me tell you why you should stick with this thing. And I'll give you a, a, a some kind of prize if you stick to the end, because it's, it's valuable all the way through. And it's a very long episode. Now we're going to talk about some really amazing things. First and foremost, Nick is an extremely bright guy former army ranger for those of you that don't know go google army ranger that was nick fucking real badass and it's a great dude right really great dude and, and today we're going to talk about doing the work on you making a commitment to yourself we're going to talk about getting direction finding your purpose and your mission like being trapped we're going to talk about the seneca quote and kind of a lot around that seneca quote without a port in mind no sea or no wind or sea is favorable we're going to talk about untethering to your old programming. We're going to talk about fulfillment, personal growth, being uncomfortable, being vulnerable, comparison to others. What's at stake for you? We're going to talk a lot about formulas too. I mean, for those of you that know the MLP world, everything we do is formulaic. That way we can measure everything we do with our inner growth and development. 
Um, we're going to talk about uncertain or our adventure equaling uncertainty and excitement, like adapting to the requirements of the situation, how the, your professional skills aren't transferring over to your personal life and how frustrating that can be and why and what we can do about it. Dealing with the loss of your purpose, if you maybe had that and you moved on from it, being out of alignment, creating your own freedom, uh, like dealing with the mindset has the window closed and is it too late for me to actually get on a path that I truly am meant to be on? Creating the life of your dreams, figuring out the formulas, investing in your future growth, believing in yourself, finding measurements of success. Like guys, it is an insane, great episode and we're actually going to talk about why you're living the life and the results of your life right now or basically the beliefs that you had in the past and that's why it has manifested this way so we're going to get right into it because this is a long episode like i said and and you guys are going to want to have a pen and paper nick is dropping gold left and right that's why my page is full of stuff that we talk about and he's got a really cool perspective on it um we're all going to talk about discipline too it's definitely a big thing we're going to talk about discipline because I'm, you know, I was curious, like, why didn't he have the discipline in his corporate or his home life when he's an army ranger, which is he knows how to like manipulate his mindset and his beliefs and his behaviors instantaneously. How did that not transfer? That's a really interesting concept. And so we're going to get deep into that. So before we get rolling, remember anything you need men on purpose, it's menonpurpose.net, menonpurpose.net. It's our new website. Everything's there. We've got a ton of free giveaways. We've got our replaceable man assessment. You know, Nick and I are going to talk a lot about being replaceable and irreplaceable. And if you find, hey man, I'm stuck. I'm in a rut. I'm not feeling like myself. I'm feeling resistance. I'm feeling anxious. I'm, I'm feeling trapped. I'm feeling unappreciated, taken for granted. Let's find out if you are a replaceable man. Take the free assessment. It's, it's easy. It takes like two minutes and let's get some things out on paper that are right there in front of you. And then we can, we can talk, have a you know, conversation about what it looks like or point you in the right direction. Okay. Also our purpose-driven formula, free ebook and mini course that's out. If you're looking to get started somewhere, that would be my recommendation. Um, our coaching is on there. Our masterminds, our VIP one-on-one programs, our upcoming retreats, everything's on there, manonpurpose.net. That's it. Let's rock and roll. Guys, remember, you've got to be on purpose if you want to become irreplaceable. Okay? Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy this episode. All right, Nick. So, dude, what's interesting is both you and I are in men's work. And we met at an event. And there's a lot of ways we can take this. And by the way, for the audience, this is Nick and I's second interview. You've never heard the first one because the first one the universe decided it wasn't meant to be heard and i i thought it was pretty freaking powerful it was fun <laughs> except you were sitting in a in a car and i was sitting at a car dealership and it just didn't work out with the internet gods so like, that's why we're re- <laughs> re-recording um, we, we get to have a conversation again we get to have another conversation which is awesome man and <laughs> the thing that i think about that so many men out there are are going through is this feeling of trapped, this feeling of unappreciated, this feeling of taken for granted. And it may not be present. It may not be someone literally saying like, no one gives a shit about you. The amount of men that I talk to who are high level dudes making half a million bucks plus, you don't have to be that high level by the way, or like financially, it happens to every everyone. Um, those are the guys that are 
in such resistance inside of them because they just don't understand where alignment is, how to get alignment. What the hell do I do with this? How do I go there? How do I communicate with my wife? How do I know my feelings are real or not real? Or And they're spiraling. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of that, they're drinking, they're doing drugs, they're gambling, they're doing all this other stuff that is compensating, yet they get to a certain point, usually when they come to you and I, where they say, I, I this formula is not working, man, I am, I'm overweight, or my wife's going to leave, or, right? And what I say is they're getting to a place where they are replaceable, mm-hmm. where if they keep going the way they're going, and if they keep running the formula that they're running, that they are going to get replaced by their wives in divorce, by their children with extracurricular activities or early drinking or hanging out with, you know, bad friends or Mm -hmm. shitty grades or whatever it might be. Or, you know what, guys, newsflash, a kid's head in a phone 24 seven is your replacement because you're not talking to them. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, your career, right? Right. Especially if you're you're a leader, but it's just, you know, you're not being as effective. Right. I completely agree. Entrepreneur, same thing, right? These things start to fall apart when you're not addressing that next level of growth and what's what's next for most of these men who are super successful, right? In air quotes or you know, financially. Yeah, financially. uh, Is is the next level is going in, right? Right. Is going deep, doing the inner work. If you're not doing that, then you're falling behind. And like you said, you'll be replaced. Dude, what's interesting is that so many men in our worlds think that to get ahead and not fall behind like you mentioned it's money yeah and it's and it's net worth and it's volume and it's company size or new hires these metrics that are exterior one of the big things that i did with our programs was i made our programs quantifiable so that you could measure the interior growth and I thought, mm-hmm. I thought that was so crucial to my growth because I kept saying to my coaches, well, how do I know this shit's working? They go, you just got to trust it's working. And I'm like, yeah. I want measurable. You can't measure yeah. personal development. And the defiant one in me said, I bet you fucking can. Yeah, you absolutely can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you absolutely can. And, and, you know, it's a really great point you're making in that um, there's a reason why men and leaders in general get stuck in that when they're at that level of success right financially or career wise or, or or otherwise it's been working right it's been working up to now at least on the surface right but what got you to that level of success isn't going to get you to the next level of success because you're out of balance you're out of alignment right you've gone so hard in this one environment of your life and everything else has been left by the wayside right for the, for the most part we're kind of generalizing here but this is what I see over and over and over again, because at some point they absorbed this belief that financial success meant total success, yeah. right? And so why would anyone who has this drive to achieve, drive to, to be the best, drive to be financially successful, why would they focus on the other areas of life if what they're being taught is that that's not going to create the success you're looking for? Yeah. Right. But the problem is that's not real. That's not reality. So what all these, you know, a lot of these men are finding is that, okay, I've made it to this pinnacle of success. Why am I not happy? Right. Why am I suffering? Right. Why do I feel this way? And the answer is again, look at the other areas of your life. Right. So 
the, the invitation is that, you know, it's awesome that you've made it to this level of success. That's great. It's really admirable. You're probably in the top 1%, right? Now, look at the other areas and get yourself into the top 0.1%, right? Or 0.01%. Yeah. True success is having it all. And it's absolutely possible, but it requires a shift in thinking. It's going to require a couple of big belief shifts. The good news is that you can, you can, you have success in one area and you can study that and replicate it in the other areas. What's up, guys? I'm so sorry to interrupt the episode. I just need one minute to share with you all the new and exciting, amazing stuff we've got created here at Men on Purpose. First of all, thank you for listening to the podcast and supporting the movement we're creating for all the men of the world. Next, you've got to check out our new website, menonpurpose.net, where you'll find all kinds of cool stuff, including links to our podcast and the free Men on Purpose community. You're also going to find our new free purpose-driven formula mini course and ebook and links to all of our new coaching programs and products. Look, I've had so many of you ask me where to get started with your personal growth journey or where you can go to level up. So I put this thing together, this free ebook and mini course, and we're going to be talking about and coaching you through a really light version of our purpose-driven formula, which is our foundational formula. And for those of you who are ready now, we got you. Listen up, whether it's becoming the best husband, being the best dad, quitting that job that doesn't serve you, or just understanding how to put you first, we've got what you need to align with your authentic self and find that true fulfillment and live a life with no regrets. Look, we're helping men with structure, support, and sustainability. That's what you've asked for, and that's what we deliver. As we lead you through proven and tested curriculum that focuses on formulas to help you get farther faster. So make sure you go to menonpurpose.net, click the button to download our free, powerful, purpose-driven formula mini course and ebook. And while you're there, make sure you check out some of our amazing products designed to help you find your purpose, stop self-sabotage, and dial in your mindset, skills, and habits to evolve into the best version of you. Why? because we want you to live and have the best life possible. No regrets. So mentalpurpose.net, let's get back to the episode. Yeah, agreed. Let's go back for a bit. Yeah. And uh, and just like, you got a pretty cool past, man. So <laughs> um, you and I could talk about this topic, probably yeah. stay on this topic exactly all day long. Yeah. I, I want to make sure that your... Um, that your past and your service is celebrated. So let's mm-hmm. let's let's go through your past and how you be, like become the man yeah. you are today and let's talk about your service to this country because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't basic. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, let, you know, happy to dive into this. So, you know, I want to kind of set the stage here uh with a real quick story. Uh I was about 10 years old. And I was over at a friend's house and we were playing GI Joe's. Right. And his mom came over and she was, you know, she was anti-war, anti-violence. And so she saw what we were doing. She said, Hey, can we just call them adventurers instead of soldiers? You know, and I didn't realize how significant that message was at the time. Right. I just thought, what are you talking about? Right. They're GI Joe's. We're going to play armed. And so I just want to like, just wanted to mention that because we're yeah. going to come back to that. Um, so I grew up, you know, and kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I, the one thing that I was really excited about was joining the military. You know, I had some family members that were in the military and some friends of my dad and always admired them, you know, respected that. And I, I always just like loved the stories that they would tell about uh, that. And so I thought that's probably my plan. Well, I made it through high school and went to enlist my senior year 
And this was during the drawdown. They really weren't looking for people. And, you know, they were like, no. And I'm like, what do you mean? No, this is my life plan. You know, <laughs> right. it's, all, it's all I got. I don't have a backup. Uh, so I, I then kind of meandered through life for a few years. You know, I ended up going to college because people said, hey, you're smart. You should go to college and got out of college. And I, uh, I had gone for engineering. So I went to work in the engineering field, but really didn't enjoy it that much. You know, wasn't inspired. Didn't have this kind of grander plan. I was just kind of going through the motions. Yeah. If this, then that, right? Uh, and and really paying attention to like, well, what do people say I should do? You know, so so I'm going through these motions, and then after about seven or eight years of working post college, I was I was done. I was so burnt out, and I felt so directionless. I was just kind of partying. I was playing in punk rock bands, you know, working because I had to to fund the other fun stuff, and uh, so. I ended up joining the military and I was 29 years old when I joined. Oh, wow. And yeah, it was, you know, got all the grandpa jokes and basic training and all that. Right. Turned 30 years old when I got to my unit and uh, I joined with the opportunity to make it to the 75th Ranger Regiment as an enlisted infantryman. And uh, I still had to earn my way through all the, you know, from basic all through the different, um, selection points to get to the unit uh, and i made it so i ended up serving with the 75th ranger regiment uh, for four plus years deployed multiple times uh, iraq and afghanistan and that was a really intense time um, it was incredible you know what i was able to learn about myself and how i sort of was shaped as a leader and as a man um, and I loved it until other things became more important. Sure. Right. And so, um, that thing that was more important was, um, I was now married and I had a kid and I just made that decision as much as I loved being in the military. I loved doing what I was doing and there were some cool opportunities on the horizon for me. Uh, I made a decision to be around for my family and, you know, really be there. You know, not like be there sometimes and then be deployed. And um, so I got out and went back into engineering. And so being in regiment was the first time that I really felt like, wow, I'm really connected to purpose, right? I'm part of something meaningful. I'm connected to these this team of high performers. And, you know, we really developed uh, tight bonds and, um, and of course, it was really adventurous, right? It was really, sure. really fun, uh, really exciting. And so that blend of like purpose, connection and adventure was so amazing. And then suddenly it was gone. And I got out and it was like, oh, back to the office, you know, beige walls and khakis. And, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, it was, but it was more stark now because before I didn't really, I had never experienced you know, the level of purpose, connection and adventure that I did. So once I got out, it was like this really stark um, loss, not to mention all of the, you know, the transitioning from military to civilian life. That was really difficult. You know, I definitely had PTSD. Uh, I had all sorts of physical issues that were cropping up. And, um, you know, it was it was time to time to pay the piper, right? Like I had abused my body for 
a long time. I asked a lot of it and it kept giving. And as soon as I got out, the body spoke up. I was like, Hey, time, time to pay. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, transition was incredibly difficult, especially with this like stark contrast of, you know, the, the day-to-day in the military and that deep sense of purpose. And so I started wondering like, what, what else could I do? You know, and I recognized that I had this higher capacity for leadership and ended up going for my MBA and uh, got accepted to Cornell. It was a executive MBA program. So that meant that I could work full-time and go to school full-time. Um, and by this point, my wife and I had three kids under the age of four. Wow. So it was a, you know, just a go, go, go time, hundred miles an hour, which was sort of my MO anyways, right? It was all about achievement. It was all about like, just, just keep going because at the end of the day, I don't really know where I'm going. Right. You know, so it's like, I better get there quick. Uh, you know, but it's, it's this idea that if, if you don't know where you're going, then any road will get you there. You know, and what that created in me was a, was a massive amount of anxiety. Uh, I was constantly distracted, you know, and constantly trying to, trying to achieve and fill that, that void, right. That, that hollowness that yeah. was a lack of a vision. Um, so I ended up doing the MBA and even before that was over, got a great job offer. It meant moving from New Hampshire to New Jersey, right outside Manhattan and diving headfirst into the rat race. And after how, about, how old were you by the, by this time? I, I was uh, 40 years old. No, 39 years old. Got yeah. It. 39 how long, years old. How long ago was this? Uh, five years. Got it. Yeah. Christ, man. I thought you were like 27. Yeah, no, it's uh, I get that a lot. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, after about six months in that role in that um, location, I completely hit a wall and yep. just like totally burnt out. Um, you know, it it was it was like I woke up to my own life, you know, and realized that I was miserable. Um, my marriage was on the rocks. I was not physically well, I wasn't mentally well, and I had been ignoring all of those things for too long, and finally it all caught up with me, and, you know, it's, it's a really powerful moment, and I'm super grateful that I was aware enough to notice it, and then be able to make a choice, right, so that was an extremely painful experience to go through for a long time. Right, cost a lot of money, sure. cost a lot of time, a lot of energy, um, and I was suffering. Once I realized that, I knew that I had to change my mind. Right, I had to change my my approach. And we'll get to like the the belief shift that happened, but all I could connect to was, I have to start living an intentional life. I don't even know what that means, but I know, you know, I have to head in that direction. And, and that changed everything, right? Because of that one decision, that commitment to live an intentional life, I kept learning things, right? More things started to be revealed. The, the path started to open up. I started to meet people that could help me. I started to find opportunities to go learn and grow. And, and 
it was a pretty rapid progression in the beginning to the point where I realized, oh, I think I'm supposed to be a coach. Right. And that's, you know, that came in later. Right. So I'm sharing this because I think a lot of people feel like, yeah, I'm stuck. I feel trapped, but I have no idea what to do. I don't know what I want to be. Right. I don't know what my purpose is. So that becomes this big, scary thing that limits them from even making the leap. Right. So agreed. That's really critical to understand that, like, if you're not happy, this this is the one thing that if if listeners to this don't take anything else away, I want them to hear this. You create your own freedom. You create your own freedom and you can create your ideal life. But you have to start imagining it, right? You have to start picturing it and you have to make consistent choices aligned with that. You will not feel ready, right? This is a, this is an act of of faith, right? A leap of faith into the unknown. Yeah. But you know when you're ready for it. You know when it's like this can't be it. This is too much, right? So, you know that's that's why I share this story, you know, I as much it. as I can because it's like please please use me as an example, right? Like see see that it is possible. Uh, it's not always easy, but I can tell you that it is immediately liberating, right? It's immediately yes. freeing and and your life experience starts to change pretty rapidly. And then you get to have a different experience of your life for the rest of your life, right? Like I'm not 27, <laughs> but the the experience of realizing that I was creating my own freedom, creating the life that I wanted to live meant that in that moment I was free. You know, what's interesting, dude, is I, I think I want to, I want to dig into your military mm. career because um, it's just fascinating. Yeah. And, and for anybody that doesn't know the, the Ranger piece of this, that is the elite mm. And any any uh, Navy guys that are listening, are, they're definitely gonna be they're gonna they're gonna be throwing shit at their radio. Yeah. We're talking in the army, guys. In the <laughs> army, okay. Don't get crazy. Yeah. In the army, the Rangers are the guys that go in when nobody else can go in. Yeah. So I want to give that context because I might actually have them cut this out, cut that out, and put it in the beginning. Yeah. Like we're not talking about a guy that just meandered through life. And just kind of got stuck and one day was like, you know what? I'm going to do something for myself. You're a guy that has a history that you can't tell anyone. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there's a lot of shit that you've done that you can't reveal to anybody. There's, yeah. there's shit that you've seen and you know, and your life, like that would make most people shit themselves and cry themselves in a corner. <laughs> and I want to paint that very vivid picture because you got trapped in the same shit and yeah. you're an elite yeah. adventurer <laughs> to, yeah. to, to use your, you know, analogy. You're an elite warrior who has insane discipline and training and you still got trapped in that shit because yeah. it's not about discipline and training. It's about the pieces that tether you and restrict you and constrain you. Yeah. And it's like the person that says, I don't know how I gained a hundred pounds. 
And you yeah. go, you gained it one at a time. And they go, oh, right. shit, I, I used to be 120 pounds. Now I'm 220. What the hell happened? And you yeah. go, well, you uh, at about at about 20 pounds, you were like, it's not going to get any worse. And then you just didn't notice the growth and the growth and the growth. And you just you kept buying bigger clothes and making excuses. And you let that become your new habit and your new mindset and your new belief pattern and your new behavior and your new language and throw all the shit in there you want. Well, I, I love that, that even though you're this, like your whole other side of you is this elite warrior with, with, you know, these insane experiences, which I am going to pick your brain on when you, when you come to LA yeah. and we sit down and chill. <laughs> um, and just, just my own fascination. Cause I don't think I could ever, I don't think I could ever do that. Um, and I just, I admire that level of, uh, of masculinity and testosterone and, and like grit, you know, and, and drive. So anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, first of all, I'm going to tell you, you can do it. You could do it. If you oh, I'm saying to. I don't, I, I don't want to like, yeah, no, I don't no, that's, I could. They, like, that's I an important distinction, right? On, yeah, this, yeah. on this podcast, like you absolutely can, if you choose to, yeah, right? because I, that's all it was. That's all it was. It was, you know, I, I'm not like some superhuman, right? I sure. just kept choosing sure. to do the next thing right and and i had you know i had a leg up because i was older sure so i sure. had i had experience so when the mind game started i was like really right, right. all i got to do is stand here and take right. this okay you know well, you Fine. know what though you you had a you had a um uh fucking, i forgot what i was gonna say but um you had a discipline you yeah. had a you had a you had this whole thing right you had yeah. this whole thing rolling yeah. And you still got trapped. Like, I want to, I want to stay there for just a second to yeah. like, what are your thoughts when I say that? And you still got trapped in the cycle, in the circle of, you know, monotony and yeah, There's, still marriage. It, here's, here's, this is such a beautiful, oh man, I'm so excited. So there's two <laughs> things that, that right away, right? One is discipline is easy when you're passionate about what you're doing. It's that simple, right? I was so committed to becoming a 75th ranger that all the stuff that led up to that was easy to choose to do. It wasn't easy to do, but it was, it was easy to choose that. Right. So this is one of the big lessons that, that I, I, I'm sharing and that I'm bringing forward, right. Is when you are so fired up about your passion, your purpose, your mission, your dream, however you want to so yeah, this is this is super important, and this is one of the things that I that I help these high achievers understand is that when you have a purpose, right? When you're passionate about your vision, about the thing that you want to create, discipline becomes easy. Yeah. Right. Because all discipline is is just making the choice to keep doing it, right? To keep showing up, uh, to keep growing and and driving, and so that that is why it was so simple for me to get to where I was going. Um, now, the other piece of that is that I have been in an organization, right? And in a situation in my life where I've been a part of the 0.01%. Right. Right. And so that's what I bring forward, right? To the people that I'm serving now. And that's, that's where, you know, you might be in, in the top percentage whatever 1.1 percent yeah 
and I'm here to tell you, and I'm here to guide you to that next level, right? The next level of, of your life. Um, so that's, that's one of the most powerful lessons that I took from being in Ranger Regiment. Yeah. Um, you know, there was so many amazing things, so many amazing experiences, uh, with, with the Ranger Regiment, but that's, you know, we can, we can dive into that in LA. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Dude, I, 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 I love that line. Discipline is easy when you're passionate about what you're doing. And I find that so many guys that come to me are like, you know, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. I thought I wanted to be a doctor. I thought I wanted to be a pro athlete. I thought I wanted to be whatever it might be. And that, um, that time you described, like, it's like, I just kind of woke up and, um, you said you said it was like I woke up to the reality of my life mm-hmm. like I actually saw it from a lens that was clear not tinted how mm-hmm. I wanted to, how I wanted it tinted because yeah. you know I I wanted to deny or push off or you know avoid dealing with the fact that this is the life I created and I'm not happy and I don't know what to do about it and what the fuck yeah. and yeah. that kind of leads me into like there are so many professional guys like you and I uh, who have had these amazing skills in business or their careers, yet they're not transferable. And that mm-hmm. is a massive disconnect with these guys that I, I, mm-hmm. I find in my in the coaching world, in my mental purpose world is these guys are like, dude, I don't get it, man. I can I can negotiate a $10 million deal and and go days and and win the thing. Yet I can't negotiate with my eight year old or my wife, or, you know, my mother-in-law, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? You know? Yeah. And I, t- and I look at you at that elite level and we're not talking like money as a success, just like, like discipline and, and, and you know, self uh, preservation and, and skill, like, and your skills weren't transferable. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're that level yeah. of, I can do anything. I can, I can literally tap into my mindset and I can make anything happen from my mindset because I'm, I'm 100% sure that you face situations that you were like, what the fuck? This is scary. Yeah. This is, I, I might die in this moment. And you had to get yourself through that. Yet that yeah. still didn't transfer to sitting at the kitchen table and connecting or communicating something that you felt that was crucial to that time you know yep oh yeah yeah so i mean there's there's so many ways to to look at this and there's so many uh areas to consider when you want to live your ideal life right life is not just work life is not just you know the military life is not just any one piece of your life right it's it's integrated. That's, that's the goal. And that's where you're going to have true fulfillment, true satisfaction is when you're living a fully integrated life aligned with your values. Right. And then there's this beautiful dance of like, Hey, I'm moving forward intentionally towards what I am dreaming about this bigger vision for my life. And I am completely content in the present moment. Yeah. Right? So that's, that's the goal in, you know, concept form yeah what what's important is that you can be an expert in your given field you can be the best negotiator you can be the best with numbers you can be you know the best um, financial investor whatever but if you're not 
adapting to the different requirements of the situation, right? Or realities of the situation, then you're going to fall short. And so I went from, I'm this elite warrior to, I'm going to go into the civilian world and I'm going to try to use the same exact program, the same exact software, right? Yeah. And run it in a corporate, in a civilian corporate business. Huh. Why isn't that working as well as it did in the military, right? I'm going to try to run this same program with my partner, with my spouse. Weird. She doesn't respond to me the same way that, you know, my colleagues do in the military. Same with the children, same with, right? All of these things and even my own life, right? My own relationship with myself, right? So, so this is even more difficult sometimes for people who have reached an elite level of performance in one area of their life, because I think, oh, everything I've done is what creates success. Let me use this same pattern in every other area of my life. Yeah. And then it's even more frustrating because it's like, well, I, I've been the best at, at this thing, right? So then, then the self-judgment and all this stuff starts to come in, right? Which is not doing us any favors. So, however, again, to go back to kind of what I mentioned before is that if you do have success in that one area, it is possible to transfer the skills, but it takes, it takes some practice, right? It takes guidance. And I, I would offer that it's worth hiring somebody to help you yeah distill those the themes and the things that do work and then learn how to apply those in that different environment um it's just going to be much more faster you know and much more effective with some help um and you know ultimately that's that's what i did right once i hit one of my rock bottoms I went and I got help, right? I hired a coach. I found people who could mentor me. I started joining groups. I started going to seminars and just learning. What is this personal growth? You know, what all stemming from that one choice to live an intentional life. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, I hope helpful, interesting to someone. No, it's super super helpful. There's a lot of, there's so many directions. We're, we're going to do a follow-up to this. We're going to take the topics. We're going to do a follow-up to this interview. We'll do another one too, because it's, it's important to understand and how frustrating that can be. And it's been that for you. And it's been that for me to sit there and go, I don't, I just don't understand. Like it's, by the way, then you also have your ego involved, which is, what do you mean? You don't understand you're elite. What do you mean? You don't understand how to talk to your wife. What, What are you talking about? What do you mean? You don't understand about your feelings. And that's where, that's where the distraction pieces come in, right? That's where, that's where without that purpose, without that port in mind, right? Remember the Seneca quote, without a port in mind, no wind or sea is favorable. And, yeah. and so most of these guys that we're talking to, they are chasing after this thing so fast, so hard, and they hit it, and then they hit it over and over again. And then eventually, mm-hmm. like you said earlier, they, they open their eyes to this clear lens and the absolute reality of their lives. And they're like, oh my God, I, this isn't what I wanted. And now I'm 45, 50, 60 years old, yeah. and this isn't what I wanted. Yeah. So what happens? You either go one of two directions, in my opinion. You either commit to the personal growth, like you are mentioning, which is the only direction if you ask the two of us, and maybe we're <laughs> biased, right, <laughs> as coaches for men. Or the other direction is you tuck the shit under the rug and you start to avoid, you start to distract, you start to cope and you start to escape. And, and, and by the way, not the same escape that we were talking about, like van life escape. I'm talking (laughs) like alcohol, drugs, porn. We talk about this a lot. Mm -hmm. Then you hit this road that only leads to one place. 
which is a vicious cycle that will continue until you make the directional change into yeah. what I call the dark woods, which is the yeah. unknown, the unpredictable, the scary shit, which is your inner being. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then start to understand which, which I've, you know, the phases of our life, illuminate, eliminate, calibrate, accelerate. Those are our purpose-driven formula. Everything we do is a formula. You start to illuminate and understand this is how I went askew. It's not wrong. It's not right. It's just, this is how I went this way. And it wasn't getting me the result I want. Yep. And if you don't do that, you will continue to perpetuate that, that cycle because you're using it, using it, using, and then a divorce happens. And right. what do you do? You have a habit of drinking your problems away or smoking your problems away or whatever it is. And so you're not going to not turn to the shit that makes you feel comfy. So you yep. go and do that. And then that leads to this and that leads to that. And then all of a sudden you're out of place 10 years later and you go, fuck, man, I can't believe 10 years have gone by and I've been making these choices. And then all of a sudden at that point you go, well, fuck it. I need to cope. I need to yeah. escape. I need to avoid. And at every moment you have that ability to stop at that stop sign, that moment of choice. I have this beautiful exercise called the moment of choice. And at that stop sign, which is every fucking choice you have, and you go left every time, which is a comfort land. It's predictable. It's yeah. lit. It's fun. It's not scary. At that moment, you go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going right. I want to see who I really am. I want to reveal my authentic self. I want to know while I'm on this planet, like, what is my purpose? What is my mission? Why the fuck am I here? Yeah. And when you do that, you are now, you are now at an elite level. Like, you are now 0.01% of humans especially men that turn inward and say i'm going to get to know myself so i can freaking be the best version of me yeah that, that's a fucking commitment absolutely yeah it's, it's a huge commitment and it's a huge leap into the unknown right my definition for adventure which by the way life is an adventure right yeah. that's that's my invitation to everyone um the, the blend so that you know that you're on an adventure is uncertainty and excitement right probably about equal parts if you're not feeling any uncertainty, it's not an adventure. It's just a, a project, right? If, if you're feeling too much uncertainty and not enough excitement, then, you know, maybe it's something actually a, a little too scary, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe it's, it's, you're not ready for that level of, uh, of risk. But there's some uncertainty, there's some risk, and that is the perfect formula for adventure. Right? Yeah. That's, that's, what's always going to be there when you're like, yes, I want to do this, but I'm not sure how it's going to play out. Right. But the, to the degree that you are willing to lean into risk, into vulnerability, that's the degree to which you will have a fulfilling life. Right. That's the degree to which you will feel alive. And, you know, like you said, you can keep choosing a comfort zone. And by the way, no judgment, right? Like I'm not here to try to convince someone that they need to grow or change. I'm here for the people who are ready for the people who are like, Hey, I need some help. This isn't working. Right. That's how, you know, you're ready. That's when it's time to come talk to me or Ian or anyone, right. Who's, who's in this world and find the guide that works for you. Um, because you know, you can't, you can't force someone to change. No, you have to make that choice. Right. But again, just like in my case where I chose to live an intentional life, that's all you have to do. Don't overcomplicate it, no, right? Make the intention and just keep moving into that. Yeah. Um, you know, if you keep choosing a comfort zone, especially 
as you're becoming more and more successful in this one realm, you have more resources to build more of a comfort zone, right? So you, you can just keep expanding this comfort zone and never actually experience the depth or the riches of the life that you could have experienced. Yeah. Right. And my biggest fear is being on my deathbed and looking back and going, Oh man, I left it all on the field. Right. I didn't, I left so much on the table. Yeah. You know, I, I could have done that. Like just that, that like image in my mind of being, of seeing my life, what could have been and me going, wow, the only reason I didn't achieve that is because I was scared to get outside of my comfort zone. Right. I was scared to lose some money or I was scared to lose some yeah. you know relationship or whatever that is. And so that, that drives me to this day, not in like a manic way, just in a like, Hey, I'm going to create what it is that's on my heart and I'm going to keep growing. Um, because when I get there, I'm going to say, Hey, I left it all in the field, man. Yeah. Right. I did as much as I could in the time that I had here. And, you know, th so yeah, th this is the other piece of what we're talking about is a lot of men feel like that window is closing, right? Or maybe or, has or closed. closed. Yeah. 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 Totally. It has closed. Right. So, uh, so like you said, they're at that point where they're like, ah, eh, fuck it, you know, just going to, double down on making money or working myself you know to death <laughs> and i'm here to tell you it's never too late right yeah. i'm i'm the example of that right 44 years old i'm living the life of my dreams five years ago i was at one of the lowest points of my life and by the way the the universe is going to keep giving you the lesson that you need to learn right so there's going to be those low points there's going to be some shitty experiences. Those low points hold some of the purest gold yeah. that you'll ever find if you're open to it, if you know how to look for it, right? And you know how to, and then know how to mine for it. So, you know, even in the last five years, I've had a couple of really, really low points. But, you know, I'm I'm inviting those into my life. Yeah. Because I'm continuing to follow that intention of living an intentional life, growing, you know, having the most epic life that I can have. And the universe is like, okay, cool. You need to let go of this. Yeah. You need to learn this, right? Yeah. You need to, like, if you really want to be free and live this epic life, you're going to have to shed a lot of the crap that you're bringing with you, Dude. right? And yeah. so just, be, just get ready. You know, the ride is pretty, pretty wild sometimes when you have the, you know, the, the right support, when you have the right people around you, when you, when you trust, right. And you just keep leaning into the lessons that you're learning. Yeah. You're, you're untouchable. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, what's, what's interesting is that that comparison to others keeps people on this track that they're yeah. fucking miserable. I, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine this morning about real estate agents. I used to be one. Yeah. I mean, I guess I still have my license, so I still am one. Um, and it's amazing how people will go with an agent they know isn't any good, which by the way, because most people think that all agents are the same because mm. that's the industry and it is what it is. Mm. And, um, and they will go with someone that they know can't get the job done efficiently, you know, like their best friend's daughter's granddaughter's kid you know like <laughs> uncles aunts whatever 
Yeah. All to avoid an uncomfortable conversation. Think mm-hmm. about that. They're prepared to lose, you know, let's say, let's say 10 grand, just call it 10 grand, mm-hmm. $10,000 to avoid the uncomfortable conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think about, I think about why, like what you were saying, like, why do people stay in that track? And I want to get your opinion on this. Is it, mm-hmm. I mean, I really think it's, it's not afraid of failure because they're constantly failing, even though the money yeah. for most of the guys that we work with, the money puts a really good candy shell on a shit, mm-hmm. literally, right? Mm-hmm. It's a candy coated yep. shit. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, wow, that's fucking amazing. Like that's the, that's such a polished candy shell. And you're like, yeah, take a bite. And you take a bite and you're like, oh my God, I just ate shit literally. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's just a, it's an interesting concept because it's, it's the success and failure principle that most people yeah. are more afraid of success than they are failure that they'll tell you failure. They're afraid of success because they have to actually keep up with it. And I found that most guys are afraid of that success, not only because they have to continue or be consistent with the activities that bring and keep breeding success, but they're, they're just, they don't trust what's on the other side of moving out of their own way. That's a, that's a big problem. That's a really big problem. What What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the key. I think you nailed it, right, is, is this trust and belief, right? Um, there's, the, you absolutely have to start building that trust. And there's, there's ways to do it um, that are less scary. But ultimately, you just, you just have to start believing, right? So this, this, the, the step, the first step to creating the life that you really want to live is to imagine it. Yeah. Right. You have to imagine it. this. And we have this incredible imagination that most people are not using. They're just going through the motions, doing the thing that they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, and wondering why they feel this way. They feel stuck. They feel trapped, frustrated. Right. So start imagining what it is you really would love to experience and be thorough, right. As thorough as you can. And then you've got to upgrade your belief. Yeah. Right. And then also start shifting your beliefs. Yeah. Right. So you, so that's, that's the, the biggest part of the game, especially at first. Imagine what you want and then believe in it. Yeah. You know, you're going to live the life that you truly believe that you deserve. Yeah. And so, you know, it's. Uh, it it's is, kind, it is kind of that simple, right? It, it, yeah. It, and, and by the way, like all the people that know the mental purpose world, that is a formula. It's not, it's not, I feel like maybe if you believe that something is there, maybe if you just like, it's not a feeling, it's a fact. It's a yeah. piece that you put in. If you mix mm-hmm. baking soda and vinegar, this mm-hmm. is the reaction. It doesn't yeah. not do it because it doesn't feel like it. It is a, this chemical and this chemical, they equal this every time now if you put baking soda and vinegar together and it doesn't equal a volcano which we all that's how we know it yeah (laughs) then your formula is off it's the same thing for personal development it's not i feel like i did a good job or i feel like i've grown it's have you or haven't you so yeah tag on to what you were saying it's cast that vision right without a port in mind no window see is favorable cast that vision and say Mm -hmm. this is what i believe is possible 
Not, I believe this is what is achievable for me today. This is what I believe is possible. Stretch, push, grow, whatever you got to do, like challenge yourself. This is what I believe way out there. Fine. And then start understanding the pieces of the formula that need, that need to be in place for you to get there. And, and the number one is you. Mm-hmm. You must change because I guarantee you, like the, the guy who's running the formula, the new one, is not the guy that can actually run the formula yet. Right. It's like putting a new, you know, uh, conveyor belt or, um, uh, you know, line in, production line in your factory. And the guy that's been running the other factory line for 20 years, you're like, hey, Ray knows how to run the line. I put Ray on that line. Yet Ray's <laughs> been running a line where he manually stamps shit, yeah. right? This line is fully automated and Ray's got a program of a computer. Guess what? Ray is not the guy that can do that thing. Yeah. He's not. And if you put Ray on there, the variable of Ray in the middle of it literally will cause a result that you do not want, that you did not intend for. Yet mm. you can't go blame Ray. Right. You've got to blame the whole piece, the formula. Ray is just a part of that formula. The human, the man is just a part of the formula to get the results that they want. The man is the freaking crucial element though. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, and the missing link there is the training and the growth and the learning, right? Which, which is the journey to becoming that next version of you. But just because Ray doesn't have, I don't know who Ray is. And you know, <laughs> just love, guy. all the Ray's we listening. Ray. We love you. Oh, we Ray. don't, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, is, is you don't, you don't stop upgrading, right? You yeah. don't stop investing in new technology. You don't stop installing new lines right? because, you know, Ray doesn't know how to operate that yet. No, right. you invest right. in future growth. You invest in, you know, yes. becoming the best and then you train Ray, right? <laughs> and so this, this is a beautiful analogy that just came out of nowhere. I love it. Thank you for reason. <laughs> but it's like, you know, so so it's the same thing, right? So you imagine who you want to be, the life that you want to live. Yeah. And you don't need to know exactly how you're going to get there. No. But if you can imagine it, it is possible, right? If if that doesn't, if you're uncertain about that, you can borrow our certainty about it yeah. until you become certain about it. Nick, let me ask you this though, real quick. Why yeah. do people not believe that? Like it is so clear, factual, evidence-based, no problem, no doubt about it. Why do people not believe that anything is possible? Why do they immediately go to what? I'm not saying, I'm saying they as in most people. Yeah. Why do they go to, not, you know, that's not me. Oh, that's not my culture. Oh, that's not my upbringing. Oh, that's not my financial. All that, like, and they start making, they put excuses in between them and yeah, what's quantifiably or like quantum possible. Yeah. There's there's a couple of different ways, right? There's yeah. a couple of reasons. One is they're just not aware, right? They're just not aware. So maybe they're not ready for that, right? Um, across the board, whether you're ready or not, though, is because you have certain beliefs that are running the show. And in order to access that next level of you, you have to upgrade those beliefs. It's not a like, oh, maybe I can get there. Maybe there's a shortcut, right? yeah yeah you're living the life right now that your past self believed was possible right this i mean this is a fact right so this is one way to start to see the evidence and and you know move this thing around look at the different perspective 
you're living this life because of the beliefs that your past self had and the choices that your past self made. You've created this reality, all of it. So that in itself is proof that, you know, if you start making different decisions now, you start making different choices and you start making or having different beliefs, you will create a new version of yourself. Yeah, yeah. And that might be uh, a version that suffers more, might be a version that's completely stagnant, might be a version that's thriving in an abundant, loving world. Yeah. It's up to you, right? I mean, it's it's sort of, we're sort of dancing around, like you said, it's this quantum metaphysical, like, it's kind of like, well, how do you prove that that there's a higher power, right? Well, you know, it's tough. <laughs> it's, we can, we could point to different scientific discoveries that say, oh, you know, sure. this seems like, but at the end of the day, it requires faith. Yeah. Trust and, and faith. it's the same thing with, is it possible for you to live that life? Yeah. It's going to require some faith. If you're not ready for that, fine. Keep doing what you're doing. Right. Yeah. But if you are start playing with some experiments, start playing with, well, what if I believe this? Right. And you can, you don't have to say, uh, I believe that I'm a millionaire and, you know, believe that hundred percent. You can believe that 51%. Yeah. Right. Just you more than today. More than today. You can say something like I am becoming a millionaire. Right. Sure. Or whatever it is. I, I am creating more loving relationships in my life. Yeah. That's an upgraded belief. And that's, that's pretty accessible for a lot of people. So when you start to, you start to lean into that belief, then you can start to look for evidence, right? And then I guarantee you're going to find something that's like, oh yeah, it was a little bit more loving. I was kinder to that person. I was nicer to myself. You know, I did that nice thing for my spouse. Like, yeah. And that's, that's the process, right? Belief first, dream, believe, become, right? Yeah. Yeah. The challenge is though, and I'm, and I, I'm interested to hear your experience with this is that there's a lot of guys um, that I speak with or that write to me or DM me and go, Hey man, you know, I, I, I really like this concept. Like I haven't felt fulfilled in a very long time. I'm in a marriage that I don't, I don't feel, you know, happy in or, or, you know, mm -hmm. satisfied in or whatever. Um, but I have two kids, but I have four kids, but I have yeah. college tuition, but I have this two mortgages. We just bought a summer house last year. Yeah. And the, the question I ask is, okay, so what needs to be at stake for your life in order for you to make a change? Yeah. And what does pain look like to you? Mm. And they will go, well, this is what needs to be at stake. And I go, it's inevitable. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable. So you either make the shift now. And by the way, guys, it doesn't have to be with me. It could be with Nick. It could be any, 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 any proven coach who has been through some shit. You guys, most of you who have listened for a long time, you know my stance on this. If you're a coach and you haven't been through some shit, especially the shit that you want to take other people through, go fuck your life up. Learn <laughs> systems, learn processes, document yeah. your, your, your into the mud and out, and then you can coach people. And I'm not saying that's like the gospel. I'm saying be responsible with your coaching, right? And so- yeah. It's so interesting to, to know that men that are in our world, both our coaching world and in just in our world in general, what they're saying to themselves is, I don't matter enough 
to put myself first yeah. and actually make myself a priority. Why? Well, programming plus habits, you know, they ha they've been doing it for so long. Yeah. And that is just so sad because what's at stake is not the marriage or the fatherhood or money or job or identity. What's at stake is what you talked about earlier. The guy's going to fucking sit there at, at 65, 75. He might be doing this at 45 mm -hmm. and go, oh my gosh, my whole life I have spent doing for others and never putting myself first. Yeah. And now I'm so deep, I don't even know where to start. And you're in this habit cycle yeah. of not putting yourself first and it'll just continue and continue and continue. And at the same time, what's building, in my opinion, silently is resentment and regret mm -hmm. that eventually shows its face and eventually changes who you are, yeah. probably not for the better. Yeah. And so this is the message to all the guys who are listening to this, who needed to hear this today. This is the message. You are worth it. You must make a decision for you. If you don't put you first, then nobody will benefit from the real you. Nobody will yeah. benefit from the real authentic you. You will not be aligned with our true purpose, mission, or vision. You will not be the best husband. You will not be the best father. And whatever comes as a result of your formula that is broken will be. And it's inevitable that it's coming. You yeah. got to make, make a choice now. You have to. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'll share a story to, to illustrate this point in my own yeah, life, dude. right? You talk about you talk about pain and, and inevitability, right? So, um, at, at that point where I had finished my MBA and I was diving headlong into the rat race, and I recognized that my marriage was on the rocks, right? That was one factor that that I went, "Whoa, okay, this is important." So I completely turned my life around, right? I quit my job, we moved back to New Hampshire, and I started pursuing my own personal growth so that I could be a better husband, have a better marriage, you know, be a better father, be a better man. Now, a few years later, that marriage ended, right? And I learned a lot. First of all, I was still judging my wife just in a different way now, right? Now I yeah. was on my growth path. She yeah. wasn't keeping up with me. And then, you know, I, I turned that into resentment, just like you said, resentment, judgment, right? Yeah. There's yeah. nothing that will erode your relationships and your life faster than judgment. <laughs> yeah. Self-judgment, judgment of others. Right. So very important lesson. Uh, and when we split, it was a very, very painful thing. Right. I had, I had turned my life around and I, and this is the stories that I was telling myself. I, I changed everything for this yes. marriage to keep this marriage. You know, I've been growing and, and the way it unfolded was not the way that I wanted it to happen. Right. And it brought me to my knees, hmm. you know, literally multiple times and definitely, you know, metaphorically speaking, um, it was one of the lowest points in my life. One of the most painful things that I've ever gone through because I had these stories of the way that I thought it was supposed to be. It should yeah. be this way, right? I'm supposed to be with my children every day until they turn 18. You know, I'm supposed to have the, the marriage that like, you know, not supposed to be divorced, all these, all these shoulds led to this being a very painful separation. And I was stuck in that spiral for a while, right? It triggered a PTSD loop, like all these things yeah. was, it was really brutal until one day I said, wait a second, what am I doing? Right. I'm choosing this. 
I'm choosing to be in pain. I'm choosing to be at war with my ex. I'm choosing to be, you know, all I'm choosing all of these things. Yeah. And I decided to choose love. Hmm. Right. I decided to actually love my ex, right? Not in a romantic way, right? Yeah. But just this in a human, way of like this human. in a human way, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, what is the end goal? And again, it was and I was coached through this, right? What do I want? Right. So I would turn that around for the listeners. What do you want? Whatever difficult situation you're in, you can choose to change it. You got to be very clear about what it is that you actually want. Yeah. And the things that you're focused on right now, those difficult things, if you don't want those, stop focusing on them. Yeah. Right. Shift your focus. How can you create what you truly do want? And so I wanted peace and freedom and play and love and you know a thriving environment for my children well once i recognized that i had to commit to it yeah and it changed everything right it changed everything i now have this incredible relationship with my ex we were, were you know highly effective co-parents where everything flows now right if we we have this agreement you know we've got the co-parenting agreement all that kind of stuff yeah but we just talk to each other like real humans yeah. Right? In, a, in this in this loving energy and we're able to get all sorts of creative things figured out right help each other out when we need it and the, and the children are thriving because of it yeah right so i could have created any reality i wanted there but i chose this one and it was not easy right? <laughs> it was not easy Dude. i learned a lot in that process so you know so you yeah, know what so, you uh you know what you're what you're saying in there is like that I really want to make sure that people listen to is now we talk to each other like real humans. I chose love, not anger and resentment and all this crazy stuff that that has built up, which by the way, is your old you coming through and creating this present moment, which then creates a future. And 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 it's and it's interesting because like I, I give this analogy a lot in the MOP world of the Michelangelo statue, uh, uh, Michelangelo's David statue, and that Michelangelo said, I didn't, I didn't create the David, I chipped away the pieces of marble that weren't David, he was just standing there. And I want to bring that up because one, I love that, that story. And two, that is us. What you chose to do was not to bring your pain, your hurt, your childhood traumas, all your bullshit into that conversation with your ex wife, mm -hmm. about being a co parent, you released the constrictions and the restraints and all the bullshit that you put on you, by the way, mm -hmm. didn't put those on you. Mom and dad did not put those on you. You put them on you. That's right. You release those. And when you choose to release those, you literally are the most authentic you standing there and you can speak from a place of authenticity and truth and honesty. And it is the most freeing. No money could ever buy that. It's the most freeing to be able to connect with a human without anything inside of you in the way. It's beautiful. It, 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 is, it is something that I, I, you know, is my mission to help people feel and experience in life. Yeah. 100%. No? Yeah. yeah. 100%. And it goes back to something that you said too, about, you know, people will, will, will lose money, right. will leave value on the table because they're afraid to have a conversation. Yeah. Right. And so I'm sharing this story, you know, not because I'm special, but I'm sharing this story because maybe someone needs to hear it who's on the brink of, you know, 
saying that they're getting a divorce, right? Or, sure. or getting that message from their spouse, or maybe you're not yet, but maybe like you said, it's, it's sort of inevitable if you really play it out, right? And you can make that choice anytime. For me, the way it played out in my life, it was after we were split, right? But you can choose to, to love, you can choose to be authentic and have that real human connection at any point. Yeah. And it, yeah. And it changes everything, right? Um, now, it may be inevitable that things are going to fall apart, right? We can't control everything that's happening in life. And, and sometimes some of those biggest surprises, you know, some of those events that we would say we don't like or they're bad or we don't prefer that, those are the experiences that we need to have to grow. But at any point, you can make that shift and make that decision to experience life in a different way. Yeah, but, 100%. It but it requires hard conversations, right? Oh, yeah. it require and so if, you know, if you're in a position where you're not, your needs are not getting met in, in any area of your life, it's an opportunity to have a hard conversation. Yeah. And I would, I would suggest that you connect with a coach or someone who's, yeah. who can help you with that because these conversations matter, right? We go through life and we just, we just wing it. You know, yeah. and it's and it's crazy. We wouldn't just wing it if we were going to a job interview, right? Or are we gonna do a big deal? Or are we gonna go Not crazy? Right? No, we're gonna we're gonna do the research. We're gonna learn about everything that we can about the situation. We're gonna yeah. game plan it and role play it, you know. And then in our own lives, which is Bing. presumably the most yeah. important thing to each individual, right? Is your life. Yeah. You're just like, ah, I guess I'll just have this conversation, see what happens. Or I yeah. guess I'll just avoid this altogether, even though I know that's what I really need to do. Sure. And that's that's where you know the the right coach can be an absolute game changer, dude. Right? You, you know what's cool about this is that, um, it if they're listening, if you're listening to this right now, you've already taken a step. Mm -hmm. That that like like stop right now, and look in a mirror somewhere. And give yourself gratitude because you have taken the step. Mm -hmm. And if you're not listening to this, then you don't know anyway. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Like I, I, I tell people, look, I, I don't, I don't want people to just come and go coach and do coaching. I, I want you to get yourself to a place where you understand the value of being led by an individual who has figured some really cool stuff out for, for, for a lot of people's lives. Right. And there's YouTube videos. There's like, like MOP, go on the mentalpurpose.net. There are, there are like four free resources on there. You got the podcast free resource. You got our MOP community free resource. Like there, when people talk to me about coaching, they're like, I bet you're expensive. And I'm like, isn't expensive relative? And they go, right. well, yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, you're also a sales guy, aren't you? Cause you're trying to sell me. I'm like one, I wouldn't. I don't want to work with you. You, you, you. This is a two way street. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you know I want to work with you? One and two expensive is relative. Yeah. This, by the way, this is not a coaching promotion. This is just the importance of getting a guy to go into those dark woods that we talk about at that stop sign, which is your choice. Right. Yeah. And, and, and in this, like, I, 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 I saw this realtors bus bench ad and it sounds, that sounds really cheesy and it is. And then she just says, experience isn't, isn't expensive, it's priceless. And, and I thought, you know what? That's a really cool line. For a real estate agent, that's a really cool line because that's yeah. true. It is priceless and it's, 
it's something that's absolutely necessary. Like you have to, you have to 100% make a commitment to yourself that you're ready to make moves in your life. You're ready to like move furniture inside and you're ready to start digging up some stuff that has been running you a program that's been running you. And you got to be prepared and confident enough and clear enough on where you're going to say, Hey, you don't serve the formula anymore. You got to go. Yes. I am giving you permission to leave. The biggest thing, like we talked about, the vision is massive. Having a conversation with yourself in the mirror and saying, I'm worth it. Mm -hmm. I can do this. I'm worth it. I'm valuable. Like I should do this. I can do this for me. Mm -hmm. That's those are, those are massive pieces. Guess what? They don't cost any money. Those are the foundational elements, foundational elements to changing your life or, or evolving your life. Forget about changing, evolving your life. Those are foundational and they're free, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff out there that's free and you know, it, it, it it is an investment, right? I mean, even if it's no dollar amount, right. It's an investment of time. It's an investment of energy. Um, but you know, what, what is a more important investment than you, than, than you living the life that you want to live? Right. I don't know if you noticed, but you know, the clock is kind of ticking, right? Yeah. And while it's never too late, don't you want to give yourself as much runway as possible, right? As much opportunity to continue to thrive and build this amazing life. Um, you know, and that, and that requires some investment. It's, um, it, it, I forgot what I was going to say there. <laughs> totally lost it. Um, what would you say to oh. wrap this up? Cause we're like, I, I was, yeah. I've, I've been watching the time and I'm like, damn dude, that, I know. how did that go by so fast? <laughs> the, Whoever, the, oh. yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. The, the, I mean, the last thing I want to say about that is that, um, how much is it going to cost you to not, yeah. right? How expensive is it to go through a divorce? Yeah. How expensive is it to, you know, lose a business partnership or not, you know, not be able to, uh, capitalize on what's possible. Yeah. Right. And how, how much is it costing you to not have the relationship with your kids? Right. What kind of number can you put on that? You can't. And that's the reason why people continue to go into those cycles and stay in those cycles is because the quantification of the loss, the pain, what's at stake there, the quantification of the future pain and regret isn't present in that moment. So they push it off. Mm -hmm. And what I think you and I are doing is we're actually, we're actually saving people's lives. If you think about it and and like anybody who's a doctor, an EMT, a soldier, like don't get, don't get crazy <laughs> with me here. Hear me out. We're yeah. saving people's lives because we're, we're literally giving them 20 years of their lives back in an authentic manner that they won't then look back on and go, fuck, I should have, mm-hmm. could have, would have, you know, like I made yeah. that mistake. My kids, my, this, I shouldn't have left her. I shouldn't have did, done this. I shouldn't have, you know, stayed at the office so late. Why did I do that? inevitably you will face that day unless you're an absolute sociopath and if you are you're probably you probably turned this off when nick and i said something in the very beginning that you didn't like yeah you know and you're like narcissistic sociopathic self was like fuck these guys i'm out so you're not even on this podcast anymore um and that that's the that's the biggest thing man I, I i really think about that stuff every morning and i go hey man you're gonna you're gonna save somebody's life today you're gonna save somebody's next generation today you're gonna help a guy today this is me in the mirror every morning today. You're going to help a guy get aligned with his authentic self 
so much so that he'll never forget the conversation for the rest of his life. One, that's my commitment. And two, that his children and their children, you will change the trajectory mm. of their development and their growth because of what and who this guy will become. Mm. And that is, that's fucking power, dude. That is yeah. power. And that's just a conversation, yeah. by the way. That's just yeah. a conversation. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, one conversation can absolutely change your life, yeah. right? And that's, yeah. um, so, uh, you know, on that note, anyone who's listening to this, I'd like to offer yeah. a conversation. Yeah. Right? Love it. Have 20, 30 minutes, whatever. And in that, in that conversation, we'll get really clear on what you would love to create and what the next opportunity is for you to actually start living into that. So that's just a, you know, a little gift. Uh, love it. Thank you for listening. Right. Love it. And, yeah. Dude. Uh, well, you're yeah. going to be out here in a couple of weeks and we're going to, we're going to set up to do another one of these. I think you and I have some, uh, I think you and I have some, some synergy here to do some yep. really big things for the world. And we're going to talk about that even more when you come out and we're going to, we're going to collaborate and we're going to put some stuff together and do it. Man. Can't I wait. really, really appreciate you having you on here, man. You're yeah. I, we could have, we could have made this a three hour podcast. <laughs> yeah. like, did, did we? Uh, <laughs> no, it's an hour and 20 at this point. Oh, so that's like, not that bad. That's not that bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> My team is like, don't go over, don't go over 45 minutes and <laughs> have a good conversation. It's great. So yeah. look, we'll wrap it up here, bro. Cool. Like really appreciate your knowledge, your, your yeah. commitment to the to men's work. And I celebrate you for what you're doing, what you've done, what you've been through, what you, you know, pushed yourself through and, and allowed yourself to break down through. And it's really awesome just to have another, uh, you know, fellow coach on the, on the field that, yeah. I can align with so much and that we align together, you know, it's really Absolutely. nice. Absolutely, Yeah. Oh. I appreciate you, brother. This of course, is man. fantastic. Yeah, definitely. And audience you want to get a hold of Nick, you go to. Nick oh Devlin coaching.com. Yeah. I just blanked on it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Devlin coaching.com. And, um, uh, you need mental purpose stuff. It's mental purpose.net. Free stuff there, podcast there, mastermind stuff there, coaching stuff there, retreats coming up there, all that stuff. Mental purpose.net. You got it. Remember, guys, just be on purpose and become irreplaceable. We love you. We appreciate you listening. We'll catch you on the next one.